prostitution, the world's oldest profession. Illegal in most places in the world, and, like all things related to sex, a taboo subject we rarely discuss. But, in the rural counties of Nevada, where the West is still wild, pay for play is legal. My name is Jim, and for the last 20 years I've been a customer of the legal brothel system in Nevada. From its lavish high-end resort properties, to its small shacks in the middle of nowhere, from its connections to other arms of the sex industry, to the secrets it keeps from the public. I've seen it all, done most of it, and now I'm going to share it all with you. Join my friend Larry and I as we take you Behind the Red Light. Hello, friends, and welcome back to our wonderful show, I guess, is, yeah. is what it is. We're back. We are. Another episode of Behind the Red Light. Yes. Uh, we want to thank you all for, for listening and supporting the show and sending in your questions and, and answers and all the positiveness. Again, I'm still waiting for that religious psycho to tell us that we're going to hell, and that's how you know we've made it. Well, <laughs> well we've been told that any number of times for any number of reasons. Oh, so, yeah, to our faces. You know, yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, w- I was told I was a miserable human being. and <laughs> You were. You were. It was terrible. Uh, uh, yeah, but then I smiled and said thank you. I mean, granted, you were performing a bad guy at the time in professional wrestling so yeah and and you've done it too i have and if you don't know the uh the two egos that you're dealing with we try to go above and beyond uh when getting attention yes well that's sort of our job in that (laughs) form anyway but anyway uh you're here with your uh, i don't I'm not a host uh, with Larry, who who runs the boards, and Jim, our subject matter expert. Yes, and t- and this week I just got back from. Before we get to yeah. that, oh we, oh yes yes I'm sorry. P's and Q's. I was getting ahead of us. I was I'm sorry. Yes, we need to we need to our disclaimer. Yes. Yeah, we are talking about the sex industry, of course, and we do not encourage. No. We do not uh, suggest that you try it. No. We do not advertise for it. No. We do not light the way for you. No. We do none of those things. We are here simply to educate, to inform, and to entertain. Yes. Hopefully in that order. And uh, and that's that. We we are we do not work for anybody. And I wanna wanna make a make a, a, a claim. That was an amazing opening that was that was Thank inserted you. there. Thank you. Wasn't it, though? Amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm telling just to inflate that ego a little more. Come on. Yeah, Go on. Yeah, one, more just, just one more time. One more time. Amazing. Oh, I'm not going to fit through the door. Uh, especially since uh, I have yet to hear it, and this is post What can I say? We're just too just, on- just break the fourth wall. Why we're don't ju- you? We're just too honest people. We are well, we're, that we are maybe too honest, but yeah, uh, getting back to it. Speaking of being an honest person, you did just get back from Exotica, yes. I, I got done mowing my lawn, yeah. And you know, well, you know, the funny thing about this is, I uh, uh, and we have a, a, a mutual friend of ours that we work with on another one of our projects. Yes. Yes, we do. And uh, our good – shout out to him, but our good buddy there, he um, – Let's he, call him Shango. Yes. He he missed yet another Exotica. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. He he missed it. He, he missed it. I'm going to say it again. He missed it. 
even though he keeps saying he's going to go with me each year when the time comes, yet again, not there. Where I have not lied to you and said, no, I yeah, intend you, on missing yeah, this you, one. <laughs> you intend on staying home with your beautiful wife. And I am going to miss the next one next year. And the one after that. And, and the all one those... after that. And but, the one after well, let that. me ask you, because this our, our episode this week is is on uh, the, the various events, the various public events yes. that are put on for fans and so on and so forth of the, of the various... Adult industry. Adult industry. So uh, uh, we're going to talk about that, how weird it can be, not weird it can be, all the different ins and outs of things like Exotica or perhaps the Adult Entertainment Expo in Vegas every year. And, uh, you know, why no? Why no for you? Yeah. But, you know, I was I was wondering if you were going to ask, and this was something that I figured would come up. Uh, first and foremost, I'm married and I have no need to go to a place like that. Well, let me – okay – let me ask you this though: Are you really even, certain? Are you aware of what's there? Even if I, even if I was not married, these kind of events just don't appeal to me. Okay, they, they just don't. I don't want to go to a giant hall, mm-hmm. right? And you and I have been to toy conventions. Yes, where you sit there and you meet the person and and, and whatnot. Yes, I don't want. To spend the day with tables full of toys. Of adult toys. Of adult toys or what's going – it would be huge sensory overload for me. Okay. Is, is the best way to put it. So, you know, I – And I like having the thin vicariousness of a screen. I mean, when, when you think about how I viewed – adult entertainment when i was in the army so you're not uncomfortable with the adult entertainment no not you're at not all. uncomfortable with the toys no you're uncomfortable with the in-person nature of the it. in-person that that is a good way to put it it is the in-person nature of it because once i i meet somebody physically mm-hmm. i mean uh, case in point uh we are in the wrestling business we are all right and i actually got to sit down and talk with one of my heroes mm-hmm Changed the way that I, I I looked at him. I mean, it really did. When you see somebody from uh, like again behind the red light, you mm-hmm. see somebody behind the curtain, uh, you have a different perception of them. Well, and perhaps I will change your perception today, then, because I'm attempting. I'm going to take everyone on a journey of what this is like from a first person point of view when you go into one of these no, things. I, and, and I understand they're 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 nice ladies and they're nice men and they do their thing and and it's consensual, but I. Well, I just don't have any interest to meet them. Well, I'm that's only part of what's there, though. Oh, no, no, I'm just get, I'm giving you, yeah. my, the outsider view. Fair now enough. we're gonna walk through the door. Okay, so the very first time I attended something like this was the Adult Entertainment Expo in Las Vegas. It happens every January in conjunction with the Adult Video News Awards, which is sort of like the um, the Oscars for pornography. And in conjunction, they do this expo, and it is an enormous event at which anything related to the adult industry is on display there, from the performers signing autographs and so on and so forth, to the different production houses. Uh, the brothels in, historically have, have a presence there. One or two of the couple will go and set up a table with some of the girls, introducing themselves, etc., etc. Um Toy manufacturers galore. They're all over the place, and it's all manner 
of adult uh, toys, equipment, what have you. And some of the things are actually quite fascinating that you run into. And on this first trip, I have to tell you, I was not looking forward to going. Okay. I was uh, I was sort of roped into this, and I was sort of thinking to myself, I don't know. And I will tell you what caused it. What caused it was uh, a friend of mine, and this happens to anybody that is in the independent film world at one point or another. I will tell you that. The question comes up to porn or not to porn. Oof. Okay. And I was being convinced this would be a wonderful idea. To do porn? To to film it, yeah, to direct it, to do that type of thing, and I was See, very again. Re- that's another thing. That I I'm- was very resistant to the idea then, and I'm still resistant to the idea of being there, on the inside there, of the industry. There's a difference between talking about that subject of the industry and then participating. Well, in and keep in mind, at the time that this visit is happening, mm-hmm. this is long before the Me Too thing. This is this is almost 20 years ago. That that well, it's not quite 20 years. It's it's at least. It's about 15 years ago, actually. And I am, you know, at a point where, okay, well, this this may seem like a reasonable idea. I will at least give you the courtesy of letting you show me the industry, and I will listen to what you have to say. That's fair. So uh, I went into this expecting overload and expecting to be very uncomfortable because my view of going to something like this prior to this first trip was identical to yours. So I am thinking to myself, this is not going to be something I'm going to enjoy mm-hmm. in any way, shape, form, or fashion. <clears throat> and I couldn't have been more wrong. Uh, I went in, and um, the initial 15 to 20 minutes of being on the floor and people walking past you in various states, various states of undress and... There are large screens with pornography on them and various things going on and whatnot. There is an entire area devoted to S&M and all this sort of thing. And you're looking around going, what the hell did I just walk into? Yeah. You know, And it's very <laughs> overwhelming. And then a very odd thing happens after about 15 to 20 minutes. You become comfortable with it. Oh. You 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 seem to be like, okay, well, we're here and nobody is acting weird. And this is when you recognize and you realize that everybody is there for the same thing and so that nobody gives a shit. Yeah. And the reality is the reason we f- think we're going to feel uncomfortable is because we're going to feel seen. Uh, we're okay. going to feel exposed. And because we're going to feel exposed, we're going to be embarrassed. And that's why that's what it has the fear where we don't want to walk in there. But ultimately what happens is everybody in there, they're in on the gag. Yeah. They're in on the gag. They, they, they're like, no, no, we're, we're right here. We're looking at it with you. We're drooling right alongside you. And so as a result, you realize well, I'm among like-minded people here. These people are into the same proclivities I am into. They're enjoying themselves. They're having a good time. Everyone is extremely friendly. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're like, well, this isn't so bad. This isn't so bad. And so, throughout the day, I am going around, and I must admit, I talked to some some adult stars or whatever, because I was asked to by, the, again, the person who took me. And um, at the time, I was – some of the people he chose to introduce me to probably weren't the best choices. Okay. Because I got a sense that they really didn't want to be there. Oh. 
And that really sort of concerned me. Okay. Uh, expand on that. So at the time, and this is in the early two. Before, but, but before you get, get, yeah. get to the people who don't want to be there, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to respond to everything that, that, yeah. that you just put on us. We go to toy conventions. Yes. I don't necessarily like going to toy conventions outside of what we do because I don't like being around crowds. Well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, you already know this I, from, well, and from, from, from your and I understand why yeah. it has nothing to do with what we're there for or no. anything else. It's it's more your no, more other yeah, things. yeah, yeah. I I prefer to be, you know, when we did the opening for the toy store, I like sitting in on the side and observing and watching the people go around. That way, I'm not around a, a whole bunch of people. Mm -hmm. But yeah, crowds of strangers and depending on what the subject matter is, mm -hmm. uh, varies. Yes, I. I I like going to toy shows because I enjoy seeing the toys, but being around a group of strangers. Um, it's the crowd. It's the crowd. Yeah. And then if you put me in another crowd with a different subject matter that I'm not entirely comfortable with or just want to broadcast to see, again, with the sensory overload, because mm -hmm. I get it. Yeah. And then you put me... It, it would just be a bad it'd be a bad scene and I wouldn't want to ruin anybody's time because right. now I've got sensory overload coming in. I'm surrounded by a bunch of strangers. Yeah. I'm in a place that I'm not familiar with. It it would just be a bad time for me. Yeah. Well, and but you're admitting though that your specific situation Yes, very much so. It is not necessarily indicative of the average person. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Because as soon as you said that you were there and for the first 15 minutes, you had to get accustomed to everything. Yeah. And again, it's much like going to a, a, a convention for us where there's the cosplayers and they're not yes. looked as being weird. Yes. And, and I will say this. I will say that at least because you know as God well as... God damn it, Jim. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm getting an alert. I, I, you know as well as I do that, that I'm not great with crowds either. No. I don't have quite the um, visceral reaction that you do. Well, there's a reason I don't why... like being closed in in yeah. a tight area. And I will say that this particular year, it was in a very large venue and there was plenty of space. Okay. Um, now, going back to the, the but, point where you have guests that don't want to be there, yes, that but, boggles my mind. Well, you know, depending on... There are various... As with anything else in the sex industry, there are various ways to get into it. And some ways somebody's looking out for you, and some ways they aren't. And some girls that enter the adult film business are not treated very well. I can and this is that. especially true at the time we're talking about. Again, you know, as I mentioned before, the Me Too movement and everything else. Mm -hmm. This is before women were really speaking out as much as they do now. Now the industry is a bit different and has changed dramatically. Women are much more likely to say, no, I'm not going to do that. Shut up and leave me alone. You know, whereas then it wasn't necessarily that way. And I met a number of girls where the lights were on, but nobody was there, emotionally Ooh. speaking. And you knew, you knew looking at them that, th that there had been some, you know, I've said before, and you hear it in the opening, the good, the bad, and the ugly we're going to talk about. This is one of those things that, you know, and again, I met some girls there that were, they loved what they did and they were very happy. But there was also this element, there were a handful that I was meeting that they didn't want to be there. And it was very obvious that they didn't want to be there. Somebody was forcing them to be there. Ooh. And I didn't particularly like that. That that. So at that point, I was sort of moved on. And I will tell you that today, I no longer see that. Okay. That is something that has improved. I no longer see that anymore. 
what I now is this just the the women? Was it men? Yes, too? no, it was just the women. Okay, yeah, you're talking about a male dominated business for sure. Um, but then I decided I need to get away from this because this is bothering me. So then the toy area was separate and off on its own, and this is where entertainment began. Okay. I have to tell you, I have never had more fun in my life talking to these people who were developing new things and trying new things and going off on tangents and everything else. One of the groups that I met created this wonderful blanket. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are tons of blankets out there. How the hell do you innovate in the blanket industry? Yes, yes. Uh, who is the next person to break through the, the so, glass ceiling of the, of, of the blanket, blanket industry? industry. <laughs> right. Well, what these folks had done, and they created them in sizes relative to bed size, that it is, it is basically a very, very fluffy one side, and, a, and then the other one is more akin to what you're expecting to with a blanket, but in between these two is a rubber barrier. And so what this is for is there are plenty of people that enjoy things like food play or they get a little messy with what they do. Or perhaps the the woman in question uh, has an ability that not every woman has necessarily. Yeah, yeah. We'll leave it at that. Oh, oh uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I understand where you're coming from. It might get a little wet is what we're saying. So, so what this is for, and the way they described it, they said, this is what you do. You, you've already you, you've already given me enough to where I have an idea of where you're going. Yes. So what they said is, the way they, they were presenting this to me, and they said, what you do is you put this on your bed, before you, you play, and then what you do is you take the corners and you put them together and you drop it in the washing machine, and now no one is laying in the wet spot. Yeah. Because now you can go to bed and your sheets are clean and everything's fabulous. And I thought to myself, this is brilliant. That is a where, great idea. Where has this been our whole lives? And, you know, <laughs> like, I'm telling you, like, now I'm not much into food play or anything else, but let's be honest. We have all lived long enough that we've rolled into a very cold, wet spot. Yes. And this eliminates it completely. And I thought, this is genius. And for, I, you know, depending on the size, they, I think they ranged, if I remember correctly, anywhere between 60 and 90 bucks. You, you could get one of these things and not worry about making a mess. Well, you know? and, you know, come to think of it, why they're still, why they're just manufacturing it for the sex industry uh, instead of branching out kind of boggles my mind, too. Well, I'm not sure that they haven't, to oh. be honest, because I know that you can get things like this in a regular store now. You couldn't because then. there's there's there, there's bedwetting issues for certain people. Absolutely, there's bodily functions that don't perform. Absolutely, like some people excessively sweat. This would be a great product. Well, and then there are some people, both men and women, that have what they call orgasmic incontinence, where they are not able to hold their water, so to speak, when they have an orgasm can you imagine living like that yeah that is oof it, it actually exists and it is a condition that exists you know this for people like that would be invaluable yeah absolutely invaluable so i think it it, it, it was a brilliant thing and um one of those things that i saw that just fascinated me another one that would be one of those things where i'd go running across the the um <laughs> the hall mm -hmm. and go jim look yes look, yeah I and, found a thing. and that's what I, and that's what it ended up being is because you were like this is so ridiculously cool i'm glad somebody thought of this yes. you know uh an another one that just tickled the hell out of me literally the, well no not like okay. that um 
there was uh, there was th- these guys. They had created this device. I will call it a device that hooks to your computer by a USB cord, just like this one, and is about the size of this device that you have sitting in front of you here that you use for our microphones to plug into. Okay. So it's you know maybe about eight ten inches long, and it's somewhat cylindrical and sits on its side. And what it does is it has a hole in the front of it. Hmm. You can guess what that hole is for. Yes, yes. But what these guys did is they would take a point of view videos and then they would encode them so that whatever is happening on the screen is happening in this box. Oh. Well, obviously for display purposes, you could only use your fingers to stick in there to see how it feels because, you know... Yeah, that'd be kind of for weird. obvious reasons. Unless but, you feel like sharing, but that's but gross. I I went ahead and decided I that would be to... funny if a bunch of people were running train on an <laughs> right? device. So I needed to know, and I put my fingers in, you know, and they were they were basically putting hand sanitizer on your fingers and mm-hmm. then telling you to you know put you know as as acting as a lubricant, so to speak. And so, you, by the way, never use hand sanitizer as lubricant for real. <laughs> uh, in any case, put it in there, and I'm telling you. When I say it felt about as real as it could possibly, there must have been a hundred servos in this thing. Wow! That are moving and changing. They're changing the tightness of the hole depending on which one you're in. There is a tongue feature in that. There's a. It is. It was. I. How much did they there, want for that? It was. They were looking for investors at the time. With something a, tells me they found their investors with a desire that the device would be a hundred and fifty dollars. When it became available, they said that their biggest obstacle was getting the companies and encoding the videos because it was a very tedious process to encode the video. I mean, you're trying to control all those servos with every second of footage. So, I mean, everything has to be programmed. But um, I will tell you, if it ever actually hit and was out there, one, I'm buying one. And two, <laughs> just so you can show your friends. Yeah, and two, it's gonna make uh, 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 cocaine uh, look like a pixie stick because I'm telling you, the your, men are never gonna leave home. It was it was the most ridiculous thing, and I thought this these guys are gonna be billionaires. They're gonna be billionaires. Now think of think of what you just said about mm. this being cocaine and never leaving the house again. Yeah. And let's let, let's go back to last week when we were talking about the women with the three sixes. Uh, yeah, 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 you yeah, yeah. Will be replaced by a computer. Yeah, and and, and I'm t- and I'm telling you, you, they 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 could be. This thing was ridiculous. It for really, the, really was. For the money that they're, lo- if these women are looking for men with six figures, and these men have the money to purchase this device. Well, and then you know, <clears throat> and keep in mind the time period I'm talking about here was is is the mid two thousands. So we haven't even explored what computers can fully do. No, good God, as no. As far as I the mean, Oculus system goes. Yeah, no. the, none of those things were out at that time. None of those things were out at that time. And and the 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 fanciest doll that I saw at that time was something called a real doll, where what this was was this was a silicone doll mm-hmm. that was created. And when I walked past it, I swore it was looking at me because it is it is so realistic Including, I mean, they weigh like a hundred pounds. I mean, it's like it's like picking up a woman. Uh, and one of the weirdest things is, I'm talking to the guy. He's one of the sculptors. He said to me that um, that what they discovered is that they the silicone they use holds heat really well. And so one of the things that they suggested to people was to put it in a hot bath 
or wrap it in a heat blanket for about 20 minutes and it'll hold the heat, a body heat all night. And it'll feel like you're, li- you're laying right next to somebody. Hmm. And this was another one of those things that I thought, you know, regardless if you're using it for its intended purpose as a sex toy or you're just cuddling up next to it. I think of the people that, that live their lives cuddling a body pillow because there's nothing else. Right. You know, and, and the idea that you could create something that was giving off body heat, so to speak, that you could lay next to. For somebody that's lonely like that, was that worth $5,000? Maybe to that person it is. They say certainly sell enough of them. My God, the company's been in business for years and years and years. Now they're still in business. Well, we're going to say that this uh, you attended this event 15 years ago. Yeah, something let's, like let's that. Let's just yeah. say it's 15 years ago. Imagine the jump in technology that has happened from – then to now well as and i was i was about to get there because now what was one company is now seven to ten of them and you know now they're working on what robotics could we put in this what ai could we put in it to talk to you or whatever and it's it's not just companies here it's companies in japan and various other places that are working on them and it was a few years ago oddly enough this event oftentimes mirrors or happens overlapping with the consumer electronics show. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a f- just a couple of years back, there was one of the, the shows, like the consumer sh- electronics shows. They had one of these dolls there instead of on the other floor. Oh, because they had an AI in it and people were interacting with the AI and whatnot. Well, they made a mistake of leaving it turned on. The device turned on when they left for lunch and people were, and when they came back, it was acting strangely and they couldn't figure out why. And when they ran the tape back, what they found is that people were coming up, basically molesting the damn thing while the people, while the, the people were away from their table. And it had literally caused the AI to exhibit characteristics of somebody being assaulted. Mm. That's how close an AI – that should scare the crap out of everybody. But So, I mean, that's how advanced the AI is getting that yeah. they're going to put in one of these things. So, you know, how long – do you remember the movie Cherry 2000 when we were kids? Roughly. Yeah, with the, the, the robot wife and all this stuff. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're how, – how close are we at this point, you know? It's it's very very it's 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 an interesting thing to watch the progression of as I've been to shows over the years. Um, so the toys the toys have gone from rubber and everything to silicone to an advanced form of silicone that holds up and it's it's clean and everything else. And then you know let's not even talk about the different safety things that have come up over the years. Um, are you familiar, Larry, with what it co- what is called a dental dam? Yes, yes, I am. Okay, and if. Uh... If memory serves me correctly, it was invented so that you cannot pass a sexually transmitted disease while doing something orally. Well, it's it wasn't invented for that reason. It was actually invented for the the dentistry industry. Well, they but, can go to hell. But <laughs> but it is used off brand, if yeah. you will, off label as that. Well, in recent years, somebody has created what appears to be like a pair of panties that goes on. That this for the same thing because the problem with the dental dam is you kind of have to hold it in place. Well, this prevents that necessity. Oh, that's nice. And again, completely prevents the transmission of disease or anything else. 
just you know, it's another one of those things that you don't think about. No, but there it is. Uh, a friend of mine, while at the show, bought this glove that did various things of vibration and whatnot on the glove, so that you put the glove on t- and it added a sensation as you were pleasuring yourself or somebody, or somebody else, else. You know, uh, so there's just all kinds of things that you see and you're like, hey, that's 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 pretty cool. Or innovations in lube, mm. which is a, a thing that sounds weird in and of itself. And you're like, how the hell do they innovate with lube? But yet it does I matter. It does. Lube can cause tears in, um, in, in all sorts in of in things. All sorts of things. It, it, it really can. It, lube is not as if as you graceful. use. The, yeah. If you use the wrong lube in the wrong situation. And I can tell you as a barber, I know this is going to sound weird, but. You know, pre-shave oils are very similar to lube in that they have a, an express purpose of creating slick. You know, yeah. you want and different ones perform differently. Some are just are less valuable to you than others, so to speak. So it's a it's a you know, similar thing. Well, and when you consider lube, yeah, and and, and where the lube is actually going to go, it's not mm-hmm. just going to go on one part of the body no it's going into a part of the body yeah absolutely so yeah you want it to be safe yeah it's gonna be very safe uh well you know what we're gonna do a part two of oh. this conversation oh, okay. because we've only gotten we only got halfway through the hall we, we, we got the tip of the iceberg yeah, here. yeah. we haven't even even well in, in the... part two we'll talk about the people that you meet yeah you know what we haven't talked about the people well, that, yes know. the people that you meet in your neighborhood so yeah. to speak and what an interesting neighborhood if you want to get a hold of us please feel free to reach out at behind the red light 702 at gmail.com mm-hmm. drop us a question or a comment and we will read it on our podcast just to keep in 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 touch with you fine people we also will make sure that it's read anonymously yes because you know discretion is the better part of valor and we will expose nobody unless of course you're a jerk in which case yeah if you're if you're a jerk we will we will figure out a way to do that yes but if you do want to be known uh jim has another way to tell you absolutely you know you can always join us on social media go to facebook look up behind the red light you will find us a lovely silhouette of a woman's body go ahead and like that page join us you'll see the alerts when a new show goes up and as always please make sure to like subscribe do all that stuff download your shows so that we get credit for you listening to them we greatly appreciate all of you fans and of course with that larry i think we have reached the end of this show the point where we have to pause and we'll be back with our hero next week as he peruses the floor a little more and finds out the people you meet in your neighborhood yeah notice how uh, how jim called himself the hero yes uh we will talk to you later have a good day bye <laughs>